Nine Steps to a Nursing Home Free Future. You will not want to miss this. Aging options, how can we help? I'm calling with a question about Medicaid. It's time to know your options and master your future. So I'm looking for some advice, things to consider about retirement community. My life, my plan, my way. He wanted us to roll his 401k in to an IRA, and we wondered if that was wise. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Rajiv has one of the most innovative elder law practices in the country. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. He has significant assets, and I'm just wondering how those assets can be protected. Know your options. There just didn't seem to be a thing that I mentioned that you didn't already know. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers only general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of the national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayach. And welcome to another edition of Aging Options. This is Ed Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayach, you know, demystifying the process of aging and entering into retirement. Uh, we talk about the issues that are important to you. Each week we go to the uh, World Wide Web, take a look at what's on the pop culture, what's on the news, and we bring the four most meaningful stories we think you should be paying attention to at least this week. And if you just follow the, the Aging Options blog, go to agingoptions.com under the free resources. Uh, you can go to the blog and find all these stories. And this week, as every week, there are four stories there. The first one is Nine Steps to create a nursing home free future or nine steps you need to nine steps you need to take to create an institutional care free future uh, another story that we have is if you're struggling with a question about loved ones long-term care issues it's probably time to hire a care manager what is that how do you find one and what should you expect from this professional uh, the third story is uh, looking at New York Times that talks about six critical strategies to think that every person should know about uh, before you become a caregiver. So if you, you know many of us, we know that majority of the help that is given to people who are no longer independent is given at the hands of family members as free caregiving. Well, what are some of the strategies that you need to adopt so that you can hang on to your sanity a little bit longer? And the fourth story is, uh, we talked about this actually last week a little bit, but I wanted to bring it back again, which is the dark side to retirement that is uh, now revealed. There is actually a dark side to retirement, and the dark side may not be something that you want to deal with because it really leads to slowdown of brain functioning. So these are the stories that we are going to be talking about. In the studios today, we have a very special guest with us, Joe Hillier. He is the CEO and the owner of a home care agency called Home Watch Caregivers. Uh, he'll be joining us. So if you're dealing with the incapacity of a loved one, or even if you're thinking 
of your own needs in future and saying, I really mean it when I say I don't want to be a burden to my kids no matter what happens. I will manage my own affairs in such a way so that I'll never be a burden. This would be a time to go ahead and call Joe, and he'll be chiming in and all these stories that we're going to be talking about. But today would be a great day for you to be calling and talking directly to Joe. The phone lines are always open because my sense always is that whatever the stories that we are going to pick up will be less important to you uh, as compared to the questions that you want to have answered. I mean, clearly, if you're listening to the show, you're aging. Uh, by the end of this show today, you'll be an hour older. Oh, it'll be an hour older show. And and if you're aging, you know, we all have questions about, we, we should be thinking about what should we be doing for our future so we can succeed and not fail in retirement. And if you have any questions, the questions can come from any number of ways. I mean, typically you would think that you're calling a show host or an expert in a subject area. I'm a lawyer, so maybe I should only be talking about wills and trusts and powers of attorney and and what is a probate and how to avoid a probate and uh, what happens when kids start fighting and how can we uh, address our issues if we are about to enter into a second marriage or should a prenuptial agreement be done. These are all legal issues that most uh, uh, people are going to be familiar with. Most people go to lawyers to deal with. But when you come to this lawyer, this elder law attorney, the, the goals that we want to really have you think about are a little bit different than, than you would find down the beaten path. The regular down the beaten path journey will take you to doing legal planning with the purpose of making sure that, you know, over the years, over, the li- over your lifetime, you've accumulated a lot of stuff. Who do you want to leave all this stuff to when you pass away? Wills, trusts. Who will manage your affairs if you become incapacitated, powers of attorney in different forms, immediate, contingent, springing, um, uh, any number of these these different ways you can create a power of attorney? Uh, Do I want a feeding tube if I'm in a coma? That would be a living will. These sorts are the normal issues. But you've heard me talk about it, that look, if you're living, I mean, you look at the rest of your life, not just the next three to five years, which is what unfortunately we end up doing, but if you do take a long-term view of your life and say, what do I want to accomplish in the very long run in my life? Then no doubt, I think there will be very few of us who would say, no, 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 these are not my goals. The goals the average person will aspire to is I want to live a very long and a healthy life where I am financially secure, I'm functionally independent. So as I age, no matter how long I live, I don't end up in a nursing home against my wishes, become a burden to my loved ones, or lose my hard-earned assets to uncovered long-term care and medical expenses in the process because I did not do the right planning. And I dare say legal planning alone will not be enough. So in that vein, if you're thinking about, well, if legal planning is not enough, what else should I be thinking about? And if you have questions about, well, if you don't want to go to a nursing home, what is your housing plan? And that's going to be a big feature today we'll be talking about. Nine steps to take to avoid nursing homes against your wishes. What are the housing plans? What are your goals? Are you living? I mean, if today you were to fall ill, can you honestly say that you will not be a burden to your loved ones and you will not end up having to leave your house, the care that you hope to get to your house, you have designed your life to be that the care will come to you and you will not be moved to a place of care. Is that the case? I mean, you can ask those types of questions or what do you need to do to make your home to be secure, to be able to make that happen? Finances. Casey Kasem shows us $80 million is not going to be enough. So 
if you are successful, you've managed to create a large enough nest egg. Is that enough? What are you missing in finances? When should you retire? When should you start Social Security? Is a long-term care insurance policy something you should buy into? Or oh, what's the difference between a hybrid policy and a asset-based policy and a traditional long-term care policy? And how do you decide whether you should even invest in one? IRAs, Roth IRAs, the taxes that are about to go up. At every day, this drip yesterday, President Biden talked about capital gains taxes going up to 39.6%. At least he would like to see them there. Doubt if it's going to happen, but at least that's what he's proposing. And if he's proposing 39.6%, probably will end up more than what we are uh, over the tax rates are today, 15 and 20%. How is that going to impact you? Are there are they financial issues that relate to investments you want to talk about? We can talk about any and all of these things. And how do you get the ball started? Easy. Pick up the phone. And you can teleport yourself to the studios, and Tarek is there waiting for you to call in. And when you do, he'll place you on the board, and we will be talking to you. We'll answer your question, which probably is going to be more important than any other question. So the phone numbers are 1-800-465-8770. It's 1-800-465-8770. If you have any questions about how to approach health care, Medicare, Medicaid, if you're going to enroll in Medicare, what type of plan do you want to buy? Housing questions, financial questions, legal questions. Uh, how do you pull your family together? How do you do you make your planning to be uh, family feud-free so your kids are not going to end up fighting, either when you're ill or when you pass away? How do you do that? I mean, all those are good questions you should be asking yourself. And if you have got good planning, great. If you don't have good planning, if you have any questions, give us a call, 800-465-8770. And just a reminder, and we'll be, as always, you know, one of the features, I want you to be thinking about what year was it when Bill Gates and Paul Allen co-founded Microsoft. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Do you remember the year? Uh, Wheel of Fortune debuted on TV. The Mood Ring. Do you remember the Mood Ring? That was introduced for the first time in America, and this was the most popular song of this year. Yeah, you can you can hear it in your mind, can't you? It was in 1975, 76 or 77, and we'll give you the year at the 11 o'clock hour. So play along with us, won't you? You don't have to peek or cheat or anything. Just see if you can just guess. Three options, 75, 76 or 77. See if you got it right. So let's uh, bring in Joe Hillier. Joe, welcome to the show. I, I'm so grateful on a Saturday, no less, with a busy family schedule that you keep. You're here. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Ajit. Thanks for having me this morning. So, Joe, I mean, you, you, you've been on the show at least two or three times before. And just a reminder to people, you are the founder of a company called Home Watch Caregiver in Tacoma. Tell us a little bit about what Home Watch Caregiver is and what do you do? Oh, we are an in-home care company. Uh, we take care of seniors in their home, try and keep helping stay in those castles they built for as, as long as they want to be there. Um, we do it all across uh, Puget Sound, and they... Uh, uh, we, we have a great time doing it. <laughs> we love working with our seniors. We love to hear the stories they tell. We love taking care of them and just, you know, trying to help them, you know, stay in their homes as long as they want to be there. Right, right. And, and you and I talked, and thankfully we got a chance to go ahead and talk about these stories. So I'm going to start with the first story that we have on our blog today, the nine steps to 
to to take to be able to avoid institutional care. Look, I mean, there's no there's no doubt that most of us, when we look at life, we all want to go ahead and say, oh, I want to live my life in my own home. But the reality, of course, sadly is uh, that 70% of us will not be able to accomplish that goal. So talk to us about this article. I know you took time to go ahead and peruse through the whole thing. What's your take on it? And what, 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 what do you want people to take away from this article? Well, you know, the, the big thing, Rajiv, is, you know, as, as you think about how you want to age and where you want to be and how you, how you want it to look is, you know, having a plan. And part of you staying independent and staying in your home is having a plan to do that. You know, and, and you read through the article, it kicks off with just simple things like, you know, taking precautions to prevent falls. You know, you think about it in the course of your life. You do that when you have children. You make little adjustments and stuff as you go over the years for the kids around the house and things like that. So why shouldn't you make those adjustments for yourself as you're getting a little bit older? And, you know, it's just one of the simple things that can keep you in the house, you know, two, three years longer, keep you from having that traumatic or catastrophic incident when you take incident when you take a fall and you break something and end up in the hospital and then everything has to, you know, has to change or can change after that. So, yeah, that's one of the very simple things. And then just, you know, working with the right people, you know, working with, you know, the the right doctors or knowing when to, you know, that family practice doctor that you maybe you've dealt with for the last 30 years may uh, not be the the one that's going to be the best for you in the future. Maybe you need that geriatrician or that, uh, you know, and or those geriatric care manager folks that can help you, you know, do age in place gracefully. So, right. And, and you then, know, one of the common things that happens, uh, Joe, is that, you know, if I take a tumble and a fall. And by the way, the article is a good reminder that about a quarter of us, 25% of people over the age of 65 in America will take a fall. 25%. That's a huge number of people who take a fall every year. And a fall can trigger the decline in functioning in many, many ways. One of the biggest reasons why people end up hospitalized is because of falls. Uh, so this is not 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 that uh, not that that challenging a thing to think about. So anything you can do to avoid falling down and improve your health. But know this: that our society is pre-draped to go ahead and say if you end up in hospital, especially if you're an older person, you probably need to go to a rehab center. So talk to us a little bit about rehab center uh, and 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 what a home care agency such as yours can help people do at home rather than accessing that sort of care in a care facility. What's the difference? I mean, what do care, when are care facilities appropriate and when is it time for a family to go ahead and say, no, 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 we can get that care coming to our own home? Okay. Well, you know, honestly, you know, with COVID and over the past year, that line's blurred even a, a bit. Now, sometimes we have... Our, our family members that come out of the hospital and instead of going to a skilled nursing facility, that care facility, they're sending them home with a uh, prescription for home health and some physical therapy and everything that they're going to need at home. So, you know, there's more of an opportunity now to get folks straight from the hospital back to the home, back to where they're going to heal quicker, back to where they want to be, you know, surrounded by that home, that castle they built and their loved ones. Now, if they do have to go to the care facility, and there's, there are many times that, you know, there is um, injuries, you know, that, that, you know, require that, you know, the times are becoming less, or the times they're in the care facility is becoming less and less, and the care facility is trying to get them out, you know, 
home or sometimes they you know prescribe or sometimes they suggest a, uh, some type of assisted living facility and I would say that uh, you know I, I personally think that folks are going to heal better at home they're going to feel better at home they're going to make progress quicker and they're going to get back to doing the things they used to do you know better than ever if they're in their own home. Absolutely. And, and, you know, when we come back, we should be going to a break and I see the, the music should be coming on any second now. We'll go to our first break. When we come back, we'll continue this conversation. If you are really hoping to have a successful life and you're hoping to be able to avoid institutional care in future, not be a burden to your family members, uh, join in the conversation. Give us a call. If you have any direct questions, how do you find the right caregivers? How do you advocate for your loved one? So you can actually access care at home. The phone lines are open. 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. We'll slip out for our first break, Joe. When we come back, we'll uh, continue this conversation. And then the next topic we want to talk about is end the struggle taking care of incapacitated uh, family members. And how do you do that? That'll be what we'll be talking about when we come back after the break. Seven out of ten Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayach. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayach for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit LifePointLaw.com. That's LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now, 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law located at 319 South Suite A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayach. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayach in the studios with Joe Hillier, the co-founder and owner-operator of Home Watch Caregiver in Tacoma, Washington. Joe, how do people uh, find Home Watch Caregiver? How do they get a hold of you? 
Well, it's real simple, Ajeev. They can give us a call at 253-564-1006, or they can find us on the web at uh, homewatchcaregivers.com slash Tacoma. Right, that's 253-564-1006, and, uh, or you can go to the Internet, homewatchcaregivers uh, slash Tacoma, or just Google homewatchcaregivers uh, Tacoma, and, and up comes the, the website, and, and you can find that information. So uh, we were talking just before we took a break. We, we recognize that majority of Americans want to be able to live their lives in their own home all the way to the end, if possible. And one of the, the side, actually a, a positive thing that has spotlighted, the COVID has spotlighted, is that it is entirely possible for people not to end up having to, to have rehab always in a care facility. Pre-pandemic, it is it was common for hospitals to just steer people into a care facility as soon as somebody had a, they fell down, there was a break in the hip, and you need to get some rehab, you got to go to a rehab facility. Well, COVID upended all that, didn't it? I mean, it forced yes, it people to take a look at how to access care at home. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I mean, COVID upended all of that. Many of the, of the skilled nursing facilities ended up being COVID care facilities. And so hospitals were forced to send folks that may maybe, did, you know, if had an issue with a knee or a broken hip or something like that. And the week to three weeks that they would normally spend in a skilled nursing facility, they ended up going home. They ended up needing, you know, home, you know, home care company to help, you know, with caregivers to help, you know, take care of some of their day-to-day requirements, and then, you know, with you that cycle in, you know, through home health, the physical therapists, occupational therapists, to doctors and nurses that need to come through to, you know, work with them like they would have been working with them in a skilled nursing facility, only it was done in their own home. So, and that right. still continues. And, and that that will continue. And, and the conduit, if you take a look at it, the conduit to a person being being steered into a care facility, sometimes for good reasons. I mean, not everyone should come back home. There is definitely a time and a place when you're going to need rehab in a care facility. But that should be the exception and not the norm, which is the exact opposite of what it is today. Today it is the norm, not the exception. Everyone who ends up in the hospital seems to be required to participate in some rehab in a care facility before you can go end up going back home. And the conduit to that is a case manager, typically that is assigned from the from the hospital end of things, and they, they'll assign a case worker and a discharge planner, if you will. And then that discharge planner's job is to help you figure out how to manage to to leave the hospital and, and what your options are, etc. So, Joe, another story that we have on today's Aging Options blog is uh, it comes to us from care.com, and, and it basically is if you're struggling with the questions about loved ones' long-term care, especially if you're leaving the hospital, it's probably time to hire a geriatric care manager. And as you and I talked about it, I think this is a pretty confusing term. People think just because a hospital is giving them a care manager, and they sometimes even call the people, the discharge people, care managers, they will be thinking that, well, I already have a care manager. Why do I need another one? So talk to us about this article. Okay. Yeah, Roger, it's, it's confusing lexicon. Um, you know, a, a geriatric care manager, first and foremost, is someone, when you read the title uh, online at some of the different sites, you know, it, a geriatric care manager is, is going to be that licensed nurse or, nurse or social worker that specializes in geriatrics and is a professional relative who can meet you and your family to identify the needs and find ways to meet your needs. It is someone that is 
working for you, working to help you manage your care, helping to plan what that's going to look like as you get older. It's a long-term relationship with a geriatric care manager. Now, what we have is at some hospitals, their discharge planners can be called care managers or case managers, and it gets a little bit confusing. Um, you also have, thrown into the mix of it, you have placement companies that mm. sometimes will use the term care management, and these are folks that are in your life short term. Um, most often you will come out of a hospital and you may deal with the social worker, discharge planner, or care manager, as they could be called. And that person will help you figure out, well, they'll take the doctor's prescription for what you need you know, to be discharged, you know, and if you're going to need home care or assistance, some type of assistance, they will help plan out the home care or whether you're going to go to an assisted living facility, a skilled nursing facility or something like that. But a lot of times they're so overworked and so overwhelmed that they will reach out to a placement company that may also have used the term no, this, care this you're talking about is the folks. this you're talking about is the hospital discharge planner or the case manager whatever they call it at the hospital yes yes and they will reach out to possibly a placement company that will also use the term care manager and that person may be um, become responsible for getting you home or getting you placed into an assisted living facility and that person most often works for a commission, not like, unlike a geriatric care manager that you have a long-term relationship with that, you know, works for you by the hour. And, you know, so, you know, it, 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 it's, it's confusing. A care manager is going to work with you to help you figure out, um, you know, how, how long you want to be in your home, you know, the cost and, you know, help you get that all organized and make sure it works for you. And then if there's a time when you want to go to assisted living or independent living or something like that, then they'll help you with that transition. You know, it's a long-term relationship. And not to be confused with some of the uh, other folks out there that are, are part of the whole healthcare continuum and you know, very necessary, very vital, vital spots in it, but they are there in pretty short term, and they are you know, often uh, you know, working to send you facilities possibly where they may get, a, they, they get their commission off of sending you in other directions other than what you might want to go. So. I mean, and to be clear, Joe, I don't think that there's, there's anything to say that they are bad people or they are not needed. I mean, there, there are times when you do need to locate a facility, oh. and these people probably have the knowledge to do it. But if your goal oh. is to avoid institutional care, avoid leaving your home, then probably this professional, even though they may call themselves a care manager, may not be the right fit. I think that's the point you're trying to make. Oh, absolutely. Those folks are vital and necessary, especially when folks are at that moment in their life where, you know, it's been a catastrophic or traumatic incident and, you know, they just, they're at, at their wits end trying to figure it all out. Right. Those folks step in and do a tremendous job. But, you know, when you are putting together that plan about how to stay in your home and how to handle everything that's going to get thrown at you as you age and, you know, all the good and the bad and in between, the geriatric care manager is the, is the person that's going to be with you long term, help you make those decisions and help you make that plan. And when the times come, whether it's, you know, planned for or unplanned, they're going to be there to help you. Right, and we are talking to Joe Hillier, uh, owner and uh, founder and owner of Homewatch Caregiver of Tacoma. If you have any questions for Joe, if you're dealing with the illness of a loved one, somebody is who is not doing well, you're seeing their health take a decline, and you're concerned about them, today would be a good day to call and maybe just map out and just pick up some tips as to what you should be doing at this point of time. Because when we, uh, in the next break, when we come back, we'll be talking about six strategies on how not to lose your mind as a caregiver. 
And the biggest mistake people end up making when they're taking care of a family member who is uh, starting to deal with incapacity issues, what is the biggest mistake? We'll be talking to Joe about that. But if you have any questions today, 800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And we can take your question uh, uh, right away. Uh, The phone lines are open, and and if you have a question, give us a call. We did have a uh, caller called in. Alex uh, called from Tacoma talking about HIPAA laws. Alex, I didn't quite understand the question, the uh, way that you wanted me to. I think the question was phrased is, how do the HIPAA laws pertain to individuals over the age of 13? And and the generic answer to that would be HIPAA laws. HIPAA, by the way, stands for Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. Many years ago, when a congressman's uh, medical information had been released to the public, he started getting uh, in in the public uh, hemisphere, and he started getting lots of uh, advertisements and solicitations for diabetic and diabetes-related uh, uh, gizmos, if you will. He started getting solicited by companies who wanted to, who came to know that he had diabetes-related issues. And after that, Congress went into action and put HIPAA laws into account. And HIPAA laws basically say only people who have been authorized to gain access to your healthcare information shall have access to your healthcare information. And today it's very common for you to go to a doctor or a hospital and they will make you sign a privacy policy that you understand that we will not be releasing your information, etc., without your permission, and you need to sign that, and you need to kind of sign that off and stuff. In legal uh, landscape, most of your healthcare powers of attorney will have a paragraph that says the HIPAA release that allows the people you have named as the agent in the power of attorney to access your healthcare information. But when you read the statute itself, somewhere in the statute is a buried little line that says the HIPAA authority shall be a standalone document. So there are many law firms, including ours, not only will we add that paragraph in the healthcare power of attorney, but to comply with the law, we'll also have a standalone document called the HIPAA uh, authorization for people, and then we'll just name the people that you want to have access to. So that, in general, is HIPAA. I hope that answers your question. If not, give us a call, 253. Uh, let's start again, 800-465-8770. That's one 800 Four six five eight seven seventy. We're about to take our break, and then just want to remind you: we're still playing. What year was it? What year did Bill Gates and Paul Allen co-found uh, Microsoft? The Wheel of Fortune debuted on TV. The Mood Ring was introduced in America, and this turns out to be the most popular song of this year. Was it nineteen seventy-five? 76 or 77? One of the three choices. And Joe, when we come back, maybe you can take your first guess, and we'll certainly be revealing the answer towards the closer to the 11 o'clock hour. So stay tuned for that. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Joe Hillier of Homewatch Caregivers. If you have any questions for him, phone lines are open. 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. We'll be back after the break. Seven out of ten Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. 
Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayich. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayich for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit LifePointLaw.com. That's LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now, 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law located at 319-1970 South Suite A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. Now back to Aging Options. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. My life, my plan, my way. Know your options. Here is life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayich talking to Joe Hillier, founder and owner of HomeWatch Caregiver of Tacoma. If you have a strong desire, which I suspect most of us do, to be able to have a plan in place to avoid institutional care sometime in future, this is an important conversation for you to join in. Uh, the phone lines are open, 800-465-8770. Join in if you have any questions about your own planning that you have done or what you should be doing. Joe probably would be a good person to kind of guide you in the right direction. Uh, Joe, before we left, we were talking about the first two stories that we covered were nine steps to avoid institutional care. Uh, and then we also talked about the, the the confusion people face when they start looking for help. Where do I look for help? There's a lot of confusion out there. You end up in the hospital, you are given a case manager, and they end up talking to you about uh, what needs to be done for you to leave the home, uh, except I think this article that we, we pointed to, which comes from care.com, is pointing strongly to you utilizing something called a geriatric care manager. Only problem is in the healthcare world, everyone wants to call themselves a care manager these days. Because it's a nice, well-rounded term. Everyone understands as to what that means. And they can give you, no matter what their profession is, uh, I'm a care manager and I can give you the answers. But when you start taking a look at narrowly what they end up doing, the solutions may not be the complete answer that you were hoping that it would be, which means that you don't end up getting the right answer that you were looking for. So be careful with that. The third story that we have are strategies on how not to lose your mind as you become a caregiver to a family member. And in our conversation, Joe, you and I talked about, you, you've seen the highs and the lows of this one after you read this article. Talk to us about this. What did you get out of this article? And what do you think the, the people listening or our listeners should actually take away from this article? Well, there's, there's a couple things to start out with. And the, I, I, I want to read that quote to everyone that is in the article that comes from um, Rosalind Carter. And she basically says that um, today's okay, if you're everybody in their life is, is either going to be a caregiver, know someone that's a caregiver, someone knows someone that needs a caregiver, or is going to need a caregiver themselves. So at some point in your life, caregiving is going to be a part of your life. So you know, with that in mind, you know, this article ha- is great at outlining. The, the six strategies for for being a caregiver. You know, when you're taking care of a loved one, you know, how, how to work with them, how to talk with them, how to, you know, let let them always have the lead. You know, focus on their comfort, and then listening to experts. Um, but this one thing, this article, you know, should should drive home, and is that 
know when you need to ask for help. You may be the greatest caregiver in the world's ever seen, but it's going to wear you out over time. Know when you're 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 getting worn out. Know know when that you, you need a break, and know when you need some help. And, and and that's when you call someone like us. That's when you call a home, you know, someone that can give you a break for a day or two, or become you know part of your care plan for your loved one, so that you know you're doing all the work. But there's times when you've got to take care of yourself, and someone else can step in and help. Um, got it. Got it. And, and that is such such good advice. I think, and, and you and I talked about it, that you've been through the highs and lows of all this in your own life. And talking, you know, let me, let me go back for a second. You're talking about Rosalind Carter, uh, her quote that she has up here. And this is what it reads. I'll read it to you from the article. Rosalind Carter, the former first lady who started the Rosalind uh, uh, Carter Institute for Caregiving, famously stated that there are only four kinds of people in the world. Those who have been caregivers, those who are currently caregivers, those who will become caregivers, and those who will need caregivers. So this is not, I mean, that's the entire 100% of the universe falls into one of those buckets. So caregiver issues should not be ignored. I think we would be smart to at least think about this one and organize our needs in such a way so that if your goal is not to become a burden on somebody, that you have a plan in place. Without a plan in place, we know that majority of the caregiving that happens in America happens at the hands of family members as unpaid caregivers. And if you're talking about the burden, let's not mince the words around the whole thing. I think the biggest thing that we don't want to put on the shoulders of our family members is for them to have to give up their job in the daytime because we are belligerent about our desire not to end up in a nursing home, so we are going to stay at home. And truth be told, I think many people succumb and finally give in to moving to a care facility because they don't want to become a burden on their family members. Because how else can you take care of yourself? If you're functionally incapacitated, you're, and even if you have a spouse, many of us may not have a spouse at that time, but even when we do have a spouse, they're also aging. They may not be there uh, to, to, to be able to care for you. They may not be able to pick you up or any number of different issues. And then we know, well, we are going to need somebody to do it. In a care facility, at least there are people who will be readily available. But that is such a poor way of thinking because we don't think about that. And, Joe, what you were talking about is that's the time to pick up the phone and look at someone like you. And that would be the phone number for you would be 253-564-1006, 253-564-1006. What is the biggest mistake, in your opinion, people make when they start uh, sensing that they need to play the role of a caregiver for a family member? Well, they don't plan to take care of themselves first. I don't mean that to sound selfish or one-sided, but if they're going to provide their loved one with, with good care, they need to take good care of themselves because they are that person's, you know, they, they are the one responsible for that person's health, health and welfare. And so they've got to take good care of themselves, and they've got to know their limits. They've got to admit that they've got limits. You don't want to sometimes, but they have to admit that they have limits, and they have to know when, you know, when maybe when they're getting short with their loved one or they're, you know, things are becoming a little bit difficult and, you know, they're getting frustrated. And that's the time to back away and say, do I need to take a break, maybe a day off, and have someone come in and help me with this? Or that's the time to introduce someone that's going to be part of, care as, you know, mom or dad ages or needs more and more assistance or maybe more complicated care that, you know, you as a caregiver can't provide. So it's taking care of yourself first and knowing when to say, I need help. And then, you know, a common common sense way perhaps to take a look at is 
is that there's a reason why care facilities, nursing homes, assisted living places, uh, adult family homes, they happen to employ people in three different shifts, a morning, uh, uh, midday, and a night shift. Why? Because it is almost impossible for one person to play a 24-7 role as a caregiver for any extended period of time. You can do it for a short time, sure. But extended period of time, it is a deal breaker, and that's the heartbreaker to the whole thing. And if you're thinking what the costs are going to be, understand, I think, you know, there are many different ways you can take a look at the costs. Uh, but you can have a long-term care insurance policy, and which is what makes aging interesting. The time to take a look at these ways. You can look at long-term care insurance policies. Is that a policy you should buy, you should not buy? How do you decide whether that's right for you? If you have one, clearly I think you'll be quite secure in your ability to access care at home. If you don't have long-term care insurance, can you look at a reverse mortgage? Is that a good thing for you to do or a bad thing? Many of us have heard many bad things about reverse mortgages. But how does that play out in your life? I think that's something uh, one should take a look at also. But what about VA and Medicaid benefits? I think that's another way that you can go ahead and finance some of these uncovered long-term care expenses. Look, aging is a wonderful thing to be doing because think about what the alternative is. We all want to grumble and, and complain about aging. It is bad. It's so hard. But what is the alternative? It's to stop aging, which is six feet under or a pile of ashes in some river or some ocean somewhere. Pretty morbid. I'm sorry. But that's the reality. And that's what we don't want to do. We want to live as healthy as we can, as long as we can, be financially secure, be functionally independent, so we can live our lives the way we want to live them. And uh, I just want to, you know, talking about that, I want to kind of point out there are a couple of seminars. But we, we did our series of seminars in the month of April. Those of you who showed up, thank you. It was a good series of seminars. And we'll be doing that again in May. If this is a conversation that strikes a nerve with you, then you will want to join us in on May 25th at 6 p.m. This is an in-person live seminar. There are small groups that we host properly socially distanced. Most of the people who came to the last one, indeed everyone who came to the last event, they were vaccinated, so we, it was everyone was much more relaxed about the information and walk away with world-class education on how do you plan your life differently so you can actually succeed and not fail in retirement. You do a lot of planning, but where are the gaps and the holes of your current plan? You can come and get this information. May 25th at 6 p.m. on our Federal Way campus, and then beyond that, we have two online sessions. If you're not vaccinated, if you're not comfortable coming to live events, then you can join us on May 20th at 6 p.m. and May 22nd on 6 p.m. at 6 p.m. again. Then these are online events. They are moderated events. So as you can you can have your questions answered in these events also. And we've done a good job of making sure that we are keeping the conversation going. Just because of COVID has happened doesn't mean we have stopped aging. Indeed, aging, if anything, has accelerated. We've lost a year to poor planning, and it is time to go ahead and get back on track and make sure that you have all your questions answered. So we got three opportunities. How do you join one of them? Well, easy enough. Go to lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com. And right on the main page, you'll be able to register for one of these three upcoming seminars that we will be doing. That's lifepointlaw.com. Join to join in one of these three events. It is incredibly powerful. I mean, pre-COVID, you remember the days, right? We used to attract between 200 to 250 families each month coming in. 
there is a hunger and an appetite to get proper planning done. We know in our bones that our planning is weak in a lot of different places, and we need to do better planning. But what is that better planning? That's what we are going to be talking about. Joe, uh, so let's get back to you for a second. Uh, give us uh, your contact information again, and who should be calling you? I mean, who should be the prime person at this point of time who should be picking up the phone and calling for Joe Hillier or Home Watch Caregiver of Tacoma? Well, if you're thinking about home care in your future for you or your loved one, it's time to call. If you're at that point where you've taken a fall or, you know, you've had some kind of traumatic event that's, uh, you know, led you to the point where someone's telling you you need home care, we're the folks to give a call. Um, Call us. That number is 253-564-1006. That's two five three five six four one zero zero six, and if you happen to be a, a internet uh, nut and you're tech savvy, and you can go to homewatchcaregiver.com/tacoma. That's homewatchcaregivers.com slash Tacoma. Why don't we say about for a break in the North Puget Sound, South ahead. Sound, or over in Bremerton in the West Sound? Call our number, and we'll help you get connected with the right people. Whether it's my folks or my counterpart up north, we will we will get you taken care of. Very good. And, Joe, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation uh, a little bit more. But uh, in the meantime, I want you to be thinking about this is your last chance. I'll I'll say this again. Can you guess what year was it when Bill Gates and Paul Allen co-founded Microsoft? Wheel of Fortune debuted on TV. The mood ring was introduced to America. And this was the most popular song of that year. Was it 1975? Was it 1976? Was it 1977? It's one of these three years. We'll see whether you got it right. Uh, Joe, do you have a guess before we go? (laughs) Well, I don't want to admit it, but uh, I remember having a mood ring, but I'm not sure if it was 74 or 75. I'm going to have to think a little bit harder about uh, when old Captain and Tennille came along. I had a girl. (laughs) Actually, that was a Zeppelin (laughs) song. I don't remember what year that was. (laughs) There's the, uh, sorry, Tarek, you were saying? Uh, I was just saying, that's actually not Captain Tennille. It's actually a Zeppelin song, little-known Robert Plant song. Uh, There it is. All right. Hey, listen, the phone lines are still open. If you want to join the conversation, we have phone lines open at 800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. We'll be back right after this break. Seven out of ten Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by Elder Law attorney Rajiv Nagayich. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayich for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit LifePointLaw.com. That's LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now, 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law, located at 319 South Suite, A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. Safe, independent living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. 
How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Edward Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayich along in the studios with Joe Hillier, founder and owner of Home Watch Caregiver Services. If you have questions about how to best take care of your loved one without you losing your sanity in the process, without running out of money, and without necessarily finding yourself in a situation where you don't think that there is any way to take care of your loved one at home, because that probably is what they're going to be wanting you to advocate for, this would be a perfect time for you to call. We still have time to go ahead and take a call or two. 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And if you have other questions about retirement planning, certainly uh, take this opportunity to give us a call. We can put you at least in the right direction. If we don't have the answer, we'll, we'll find the answer and we'll get it to you. So you can actually succeed and not fail in whatever endeavor you are embarking on, whether you're retired or thinking about retirement, we can put you on the right path to succeed in retirement and not fail. Um, Joe, today we talked about several of these stories. So uh, one of the first ones we talked about, nine steps that people should be taking today to ensure themselves a nursing home free future. If you truly mean it when you say, I want to be able to access care at home, it's possible. That's one of the first stories we talked about. Then another story we talked about is that if you are a caregiver to somebody and you're struggling with that, what is the role of a geriatric care manager? And Joe, you introduced the the confusion between all these different labels professionals wear, and it's easy to miss out what is the real person we are talking about. The third one we talked about was the biggest mistake people make when they become caregivers to somebody else. And so those are the stories we had talked about. So help our clients. I mean, if it, what do you want our listeners to take away as their overall theme message from this show today? Um, well, Plan to age and age by your plan. <laughs> that's, that's one thing I'd say to everybody. <laughs> and whether you're just getting started or, you know, or you're, you know, you're, you know, in your seventies or eighties and you're starting to slow down a little bit and need a little bit of help, but, you know, have a plan. And there's, you know, what we're laying out here today with uh, help from the geriatric care manager or if you're going to be in that role of a caregiver and, you know, knowing, knowing what's coming at you and when to, when to ask for help. Um, I mean, just, you know, have a plan think about think ahead have a plan <laughs> and you gave me a great opening because i have to go ahead and say when you think about the plan if you go to traditional outlets what a plan looks like everyone's got a plan for you it's not that there's not a plan everyone's got a, a different idea about what your plan needs to be 
but plans seldom are comprehensive in nature, right? And which is where aging options comes in. Because forever I've been studying this issue about aging in America. How is it that even though everyone in America does a lot of planning, I mean, there's not. It's not that people end up retiring without a plan. We do end up planning, but the plan does not really serve them as well it serves the people who did the planning for them. Uh, it makes financial planning companies very rich. It makes lawyers rich. It makes healthcare providers very rich. It, it makes mortgage brokers, real estate agents stay happily engaged and happily employed. Uh, because And everyone is saying, we can give you a plan. We want to help you. Everyone wants to help you. But how come when everyone wants to help you, the reality in America is that 70% of Americans will not be able to take their last breath at home. 69% of Americans, when they fall ill, will start feeling they have become the very burden they were hoping not to become. And nearly 100% of Americans, nearly 100% of us, will lose money to uncovered medical and long-term care costs. So when you talk about education having a plan, I think that's where aging options comes in and says... First, what you need to do is to, I think, so educate yourself about what are the fa- how do you even pull together the proper plan, and that's where we call a life planning. In retirement, uh, your, your dream of retirement, we all dream about retirement. We want to travel, spend time with friends and family, do all sorts of fun stuff in our life. But yet, at the same time, we recognize, we watch our friends and neighbors and family members also start out their lives with the same dreams, but they end up falling ill, end up in institutional care, losing money to uncovered medical expenses. Families start getting at each other's throats. And, Joe, I think you have something, somewhat of an experience with that issue, watching uh, the drama in your own family, don't you? Oh, yes. I've seen both sides of my family. I've seen a family come together to take care of a loved one through, you know, all the way through Alzheimer's to the end. And then I've watched a family fragment and fuss and fight and the, the best of the best and the worst of the worst come out on the other side, the other side of the family with my other grandmother. So I didn't realize it till recently, but I that, that part of it, I've seen the best and the worst of how families can react to a loved one and, and you know, having to take care of them. So. And that's why you need a plan. And you can go to lifepointlaw.com and register for one of the upcoming three seminars in May. May 20th, May 22nd, May 25th. One is going to be live in person. The other two are online. Joe, we've got a couple of callers. We've got, uh, I think, uh, Diana from Seattle calling. Diana, got it. Hi, Diana. You're on the air. How can we help? Oh, thank you. I'm really enjoying your program. I'm 78. I live in Seattle. I had the brutal total knee replacement on one of my knees two and a half years ago. Had a great doctor. His staff was great. The doctor's office recommended I have home health care, which, you know, my insurance and Medicare paid for. That was wonderful. Uh, The uh, service, the company, was inferior in my opinion it was the only company they recommended they recommended the company very highly okay uh, so i had high hopes and uh, i did everything my doctor said uh i did um anyway i had them for one month and uh, a series of people came a nurse a social worker one day um, the nurse came five days a week and i thought oh that's great because i am older I was 60, no, 76 at the time. That was two years ago. 
and they sent a physical therapist and then a lady that I don't know what her qualifications were, but she sat in my living room, which was two rooms away. Um, she was supposed to be there for, um, for safety when I took my first shower. And I had high hopes for her. Well, she came. I'll try to make this quite quick. When she came, she said, I don't have very long to be here, so this can't take long. And as she said that, I should have said, well, I think it's time for you to leave. She just really tried to intimidate me. And, yes, I tried to take my first shower quickly, which is very dangerous in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then she left. And um, I was unhappy with that. And then the physical therapist that came tried to intimidate me also and said, well, you're going to develop scar tissue. You're not working as hard as you should. And I was. I I just wanted to get better. And um, um, she said uh, um, she should do it quick with me. And then I found out um, from the social worker, oh, um, be easy on her. She's got family problems. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, and the nurse, pretty much all she did when she came every day was take my blood pressure. And I had questions like, look at my knee. I think maybe I've got an infection. And it ended up I did not, but I did go to the emergency room because I was concerned. And she goes, I don't know. I don't know. I never saw this before. I don't know. And that's what I got. And so I'm so interested in your services, um, in your guest services, um, can you give me any comments about the quality of the home care services that the doctors recommend? Right, yeah. And Joe, uh, uh, Deanna is asking a good, good question in that. How do you find the right people? I think it's one thing to know that the help is there, but how do you find the right people? Well, our people, you, first of all, you never have that happen with my company. I, mean, I don't hire anyone that I would not put with my own mother. And that means they have to have the skill set. They have to have the uh, attention to detail. They have to, you know, have the compassion and understanding. And, you know, and when they come into your house to work for an hour or two hours or four hours, that's what you're going to get. They're going to get nonstop, you know, work and caring for you for those hours. So they're just going to sit down and sit in another room and, you know, and, and you know, not to, talk, talk bad to you. <laughs> But they, uh, no, I mean, we, we screen everybody. Everybody that works for us, they go through a, uh, um, they're screened at the state level, they're screened at the national level. And, uh, so you know, you're getting someone in, coming into your home to help you that's a, uh, you know, uh, a good person. And, uh, you know, most of our caregivers have years of training. I have caregivers that range from age 20 to, I have 84 year old caregivers. And I have two, two caregivers that are over 80 that have been there, seen everything, know how to interact with people know how to take good care of people and you know some companies some companies don't do it that way but that's how we do it <laughs> so i think you know that, that's the age-old question one of the recommendations that i would give when we are doing planning with our clients uh deanna one of the things that i i have them visualize is that the day that you fall down break your hip or you have a stroke or you have dementia and you can't care for yourself you need to have identified the people you want your children to work with which means now, while you're healthy, you should at least get two or three uh, interviews set up. Talk to companies like Joe's company or some other companies and give your children two or three names to work with. It's when you have to rely totally on the hospital to give you one name. They did. I mean, their interest is just to get you out of the hospital. 
And good luck to you. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it does not. And I'm sorry it didn't work out in your case. So uh, that leaves, uh, you know, and, and we are running short of time. And, and, and so I hope that answers your question, Deanna. I've got, I've got uh, one more question. Really quickly. I've got like 10 seconds. Go. Yes, yes. Uh, sir, does Medicare, uh, I have great insurance, Medicare and Regions, um, they did pay for that home health service uh, 100%. Does Medicare and Regions pay for your services? And uh, the short answer to that one would be probably not, because some of these services are private pay and some of them are covered by Medicare and Medicaid. Home health care is covered by Medicaid skilled care, but home care probably is not. So uh, if you have more questions, hold on to the line. Let me just cover the what year was it that Bill Gates and Paul Allen co-founded Microsoft. Wheel of Fortune debuted. Most popular song was and the mood ring was introduced in America, 75, 76, and 77. If you guess it was 75, you got it right. Thank you for joining in. We'll talk to you next week.